Hello, Internet. This is Haley. Um, no, actually, it's not. This is Haley's dad. And Haley is here to do one of her cards from her jar. I got to draw the card, and therefore I get to help her with today's assignment. She doesn't know what today's assignment is, so I have to actually help her. I chose a green card, so I have to help her complete the task today. So, Haley, are you ready? I am so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any of what I wrote down. I have no idea what he picked up. The only ones I remember would not have required you to do any research beforehand because they're very straightforward, so I have no idea what's going to be on this card. Okay, so I hope this is going to work. Do you want to know the card that I pulled? Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> or do you just want to jump right into it? No, I'd rather you tell me. Okay. So the card I picked says, learn a new card game. Oh, okay. So we're going to learn a new card game. I'm hoping you do not already know this game okay. because it was the first one I could think of. I used to play this with your grand, great-grandmother when I was young. Okay. okay. It is called King's Corner. I do know King's Corners. You do? I do. Oh, man. Is it the one where, like... It's kind of like Skippo, but you put, like, the kings in the corners and they have to build off the kings, and it's every other color, red, black, red, black. Yes, it is. Aww. Okay, I thought maybe you knew that one, but I, I was hoping that. you didn't. I played that with Mimo all the time. Uh, okay, well, we can't do that one. <laughs> and I don't really know a ton of card games because I don't love a lot of card games, so I'm not sure what we're going to do. Well, I could teach you a new card game. Oh, well, I guess that does... Hold with the spirit of the card. Has Samantha taught you how to play garbage? I have played garbage. Um. <laughs> I have no idea. I know another one. Um. That we could try to play. Okay. I don't know if you've played it. I have played it, but it's been a while. Okay, what is it? It's, um. There's a bad word in the name. Well, we'll just call it bullcrap. Okay, Have I've you... heard of it. I've never played it. I don't okay. know the rules. I don't really know the rules either. Can we just make up a card game? Will that work? <laughs> sure, we can okay. make up a card Otherwise, game. Okay, otherwise we're going to have to pause this and I'm going to have to do research. <laughs> so, I'm going to... Um... Oh, uh, okay. Oh. Some of these cards are crispy. That's <laughs> interesting. Should I get my cards from upstairs? Well, I mean, I think we can make this work. It's just kind of going to be obvious which cards are crunchy. I have Virginia Beach cards and ones I haven't opened that I got for Christmas. That's fine. This will work. Okay. Okay. So this is how we're going to play bullcrap. We are going to start off with pick a number between five and seven. Five? Okay. We're going to start off with five cards apiece. We're going to have a discard pile. We're going to have a pile to choose from. Okay. Um... We shuffle the cards, deal or deals, five cards each, and you, it's going to be kind of like Euchre. Okay. Do you play, you like Euchre? Mm -hmm. Okay. So we'll do Euchre rules as far as Trump goes. Okay. Um, so we'll, the dealer is going to deal, I'm going to go ahead and start dealing. We're going to deal out five cards. Some of them might be crunchy. <laughs> and then I'm going to put a draw pile in the middle, and I'm going to turn a card up. The card I turned up is now Trump. So that's clubs. But clubs is now Trump. 
We turned up, I turned up the four of clubs. So now you're gonna look into your hand and based on Euchre rules, you are going to determine how many tricks you can take yourself with no help. This is so hard because we have all the cards in here. You didn't take out the low ones. I know. Maybe we should have done more than five, but this is okay. This will be quick and this will be fun. So you have to say how many tricks you are going to take with your hand. If you take that many tricks, you get that many points. Mm -hmm. If you do not take that many tricks, you get no points. Okay. So... Have a if you win your if you win a trick mm -hmm. you get the next deal just like euchre so you can okay throw the next hand okay gotcha this is the notebook i was using to keep score with dominoes with mom the other day i i have a pen if you need it okay okay does that make sense yes and do you have any other questions no Okay, so I, I need to know how many tricks you think you are going to take. Probably one. Well, there's only two of us, and there's going to be five hands. So no matter what, there are going to be five hands. Okay. If you go over, okay, so let's say you choose, you say you're going to take one, and you actually take four, you only get one point. So you get no Oh, you're allowed point. to go over? If, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what the real rules are. These are just my <laughs> okay. random bullcrap rules. Okay, that's fine. So I'm going to go two, actually. Okay, I'm going to go two as well. Oh, no. Okay. I guess I have to start, don't I? You go first. Is it yoga rules, like, if I play a diamond, you have a diamond, you have to play a diamond? Sure. Great. Mm. Okay, so I took that trick. Okay. Now I am going to lead. Okay, so you one. got a trick, now you lead. Perfect. I took that trick, now I have okay, two tricks. Okay, cool. So we're doing Bowers. Like yeah. literally Euchre Yeah, rolls. literally okay. Euchre Rolls as far as Everything. Trump goes. Okay. Okay, two to two. I think we both got two points. That was yeah, easy. Yeah, we both got two points. So you ended up taking three tricks. Yes. But we both got two points. This is, I like this. Do you just want to discard those and we yeah. can just start over? Okay, so now you're... I will... You deal out deal. five to each and then turn over a trump card. This is like a revenge euchre hybrid and I really like it. Good, because I literally made this up. Because I, <laughs> I've seen the uh, the real game played, and I might have played it years ago, but it's been a long time. Alright, Dad, how many are you gonna get? Okay, so diamonds is turned up. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say I will take. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go I'm gonna go two again. Okay. I'm gonna go three this time. Oh, confident. Okay. <laughs> I think I can get three. All right, so it's my lead. Yep. Okay, so that's yours. one for me. Well, that's good because that might be the last one I get. <laughs> so, um, okay, let's see what happens. Okay, one for you. Oh, I don't want to be too confident. Um. 
Really? That's not what I was expecting to happen. Okay. That's why I only bid two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. All, right. All right. So now I have two and you have two. All right. Hey, we both that got our out. points. So I got two and you got three. Okay. All right. Now I'm going to deal again. Okay. All right. Oh, wait. I didn't turn up a card, did I? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, jokers are not played, so I'm discarding my joker and pulling another card. Wow. <laughs> Just wow. Um, yikes. I'm going to go one. Are you serious? Yes, I'm very serious. It might even be hard for me to get one. I'm... I'll go three again. Okay. I guess I have to start, don't I? Uh, okay, so spades are Trump. I'm going to go with this one. Okay. That, that was, was like the only card I thought I might be able to get something with. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, and okay. it was a 10, just for everyone listening in on this weird game that you can't see. <laughs> Hearts. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't. Oh no, I believe you. Okay. All right. Wait, I but now you've lost. No, I don't. Oh, no, I only get one point, no matter right. what. So now okay. I just have to try to prevent you okay. from getting. I see. All right. We both got our points. points. What do you play to in this game? I don't know. Just a um, board? How about until we get through the deck? Okay, that works. Oh, it's fine. Okay, spades are turned up. I'm going to go with... Mm, I'm going to say two. I am not getting great cards. I don't have great cards this time, but I feel like I have better cards than you, so I'm going to try the other three. Okay. And it's my deal. Yep. Okay. Okay. Alright, so I took the first one. And then... Oh, I don't know. This is hard. Oh, I'm sorry, Dad. Okay. You got the second one. Okay. Okay. I'm surprised that worked. I got two now. You just had to give me the others. Or not. Okay. Throwing Trump. You took it. I did. What do you got left? Yes. <laughs> so we yes. both got our points again. I don't know if we have enough cards to do another. I don't think so. We do not. Do you want to, we've got, oh, okay. We can do, you get three cards, I get three cards, and I can turn Trump. Okay. Trumps are clubs. Your, oh. 
I might get one. You're gonna get one? I'm gonna try for two. Oh, okay. Because I have a lot of ground to make up here. Yeah. Okay, um, so it's your deal. Okay. Alright. Dad got that one. I'm gonna try for spades again. Okay, that's good. Alright, good. I got my two. Alright. I like this. Oh, I didn't I get got any, all three. But I still beat you. Okay, so what was the final score? You had nine, I had eleven. Okay, alright. Well that was fun. Yes. That was a that was an easy game. Mm-hmm. I mean it might not be really easy if you're not familiar with Euchre rules as far as left bower, right bower, and all that. Right. But you could just as easily play two through ace, ace high or ace low. Either way. Yeah. And do the same same thing. Yeah. So that's, that's fun. I like that. That was good. That's a good game, Dad. Okay. So do you need to do a recap for yesterday's, what you did yesterday? Yes. So yesterday I was supposed to develop a stretch routine. So before I went to bed, when I went to the gym, I worked the leg machines a lot more than anything else just because... I was, I'm scared of the gym, I guess, and trying new things and looking stupid, and I'm very familiar with the leg machines, and I'm going to try to go back earlier in the day at some point to try more arm machines and other stuff I'm not as familiar with, so there's less people there, and I feel like less people are staring at me. Um, so I did a lot of leg stuff. So this morning, of course, my legs were more sore than anything else, so I did a few leg stretches, ones that I learned either from cheerleading or band, as I said before. And then before I go to bed is when I'm going to try to do split stretches, which are very similar to the leg stretches. I just work in front part of your leg. Nice. Yep. So was, was it awkward going to the gym? Because I don't know. I think you've been there before, but that was a, a long time ago. Yeah. Um, was it just weird kind of going back in there? I mean, it was weird because before I'd only been with mom because I think this is the first time they're doing this in a program or it's the first time I've heard about it. So before I had to go with someone who had a membership and I've never had an actual membership. So I've only gone with mom. And so going without her was different, but also going with Sam was fun because she didn't care. So she just tried all the machines she wanted to, um, except for at a certain point she went, well, my legs or my arms are really weak. I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) So that's kind of why we stuck with the leg machines because I didn't want to try the arm machines and she didn't feel like working out her arms. Um, But yeah, I mean, it was kind of weird because we knew the person who was working at the front desk. So we had like a quick little conversation with her. But beyond that, I feel like if I would have gone by myself last night, it would have been really weird. If I go with someone else at night and then maybe by myself in the morning time, or they're open 24 hours, I go by myself at 2 a.m. and probably no one's going to be there. But it's just weird, I think, if I were to have been alone. I think we should probably avoid the 2 a.m. thing. I mean, that was more of a joke, but, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Well, good. So, we got one card down today. Are you going to be going back to the jar today, or are we going to wait till tomorrow to pull the next one? I'm not allowed to pull multiples in a day. Okay. Because then I'll just zoom through all the easy ones, and then I will lose my motivation because only the hard ones will be left. And I'll be like, I don't want to do that. So what is your method then for, let's say you pull a card that you have to work on. What are you going to do with that card so you remember that you still have to work on it? Or is there like a special place you're going to put it to remind yourself? I'm thinking, okay, I have this, um, like, 
file holder thing in my room where I've put all my ticket stubs from all the performances I saw last semester and like programs and stuff like that that I'm eventually going to make a scrapbook out of. And so I'm going to put my finished ones over there or in the trash can, I guess, just to get them out of the way. And then the ones that I still have to work on, I'm going to put on my bookshelf in front of my jar so that before I pick the next one, I'll be like, okay, I also have these ones open, which gives me more options if I open one that either, because I know there's one I picked, it was about like a, I wrote down something about a beach or something, and I obviously can't do that until we go on vacation because oh. we don't live near a beach. So, um, like if I pick something I physically can't do yet, then I'll know, okay, I still have to do that, I have to bring that with me, know that I'm going to be doing that. Perfect. Okay, so then let's say you pull one of those that you can't do until like vacation. Are you going to immediately pull another card to something you can work on today or just, eh, good enough. I'll wait till tomorrow. Hopefully by that point, I'll have picked a few that are like that. So I can be like, okay, can't do this one today. But technically, even though I don't want to, I could work on this one. I know one of the ones I did was like something I'd have to spend. It would take me just one day, but I have to spend all day on it. Mm -hmm. So I can't do those until Sam and Matthew are out of school or I can't do those on a day that I have to help you take them somewhere. So sometimes it's like, I want to do this, but I actually can't right now, and I'll just save it for later. But I can't open more than one on a day, and I can only have one of each color open at a time. That makes sense. So I have, I was trying to think about what information you currently have that would be beneficial to your listeners. Okay. Okay. So you just completed your first year of college. Yes. Where you stayed at the college. Mm-hmm. And you did come home from time to time, but by and large, you stayed at on campus the majority of the time where you were very busy. So if you were talking to a current high school senior that just graduated or is graduating right now, and they're planning their future for the fall and they want to go to college, what piece of advice would you give them to prepare for their college experience? That's an interesting question. I like that question. I think... Um, the fact that I'm going to be an RA and like, I'm going to be an RA in the freshman dorm. So I'm kind of helping the transition of them. So I feel like I should be able to answer this question fairly <laughs> easily. Um, I know on my application, obviously to be an RA, a lot of my points were about like, um, teaching them how to live in a community with others, because I know when I was little, I grew up like in an apartment. So I kind of understood we have thick walls, but they're not super thick. You got to be quiet. And the backyard is shared with all our neighbors. So you can't leave it a mess. You can't just leave your stuff out there. And then coming to college where it's kind of like the same thing and seeing people like tearing down exit signs and ripping the bulletin boards off the walls and, you know, leaving the shared bathrooms a mess. I'm like, are you serious? Have you guys never lived with anyone your entire lives? So I think the biggest thing that I would tell people to make others not hate them would be be quiet during quiet hours. Don't leave messes in places where other people are going to be. Maybe talk to your neighbors, like, if you're going to be loud. I know at one point I was trying to rearrange my room, and I was like, it's going to be loud in here for a few minutes. I'm sorry, guys. I'll, I'll be done as quick as I can. But just... Be a decent person, I guess. And when it comes to academic things, I know there are a lot of people who, like, sign up to get the easy degrees. They can have a job that pays well and doesn't take them that much work, which is fine. But at that point, it's like, what are you doing with the rest of your college experience? Like, if you're taking all the easy classes, are you also, like, in a sport? Are you also in a club? Are you literally just going there? Like, you want to get involved, too. Like, my degrees aren't the easy ones. So my gen eds tend to be the easier classes, and I see people in there just kind of, like, coasting. I'm like, 
how are you challenging yourself? Like, it's supposed to be fun, but also difficult to prepare you for real life. So make sure there's some type of challenge there. Okay, that's good advice. So you you say basically as far as the advice you would give them as far as your your daily life would basically boils down to respect. Have respect mm-hmm. for the people around you so that you can all collectively have a good experience. So I totally understand that from your perspective. I see it a little differently being from being a parent looking in like I I think of back to a year ago when we were starting to prepare you for college as far as making sure do you have soap do you have shower shoes do you have you know the the you know linens that you need and food and that kind of stuff is there anything looking back on it as far as like your packing list that you're like oh everyone said I had to have this and that was bullcrap or I really wish I would have had this or something like that? Um, I think that comes down to the differences between colleges. I know some people told me, like, make sure you bring a toaster. You're going to want to make toast. My college doesn't allow toasters. So I think listening to other people, but also paying a lot of attention to your school's website is very important. But the other thing is I hear a lot of people, especially on TikTok these days, being like, this is what I brought my first year of college and never used. So literally don't bring this. And it's like, but that should be up to personal preference. I know someone said not to bring a lot of pillows because it takes up too much space on your bed and it's just gonna make a mess. But I personally like having a lot of pillows. I have a lot of pillows on my bed upstairs. I have a lot of pillows at my bed, um, on my bed at school. And I liked having them because, I don't know, it just felt more comfortable that way. It felt more homey because that's what I'm used to here. I mean, some people, sure, they're gonna want more space on their bed to like sit or eat, I don't know. But I liked that. I know a lot of people said that um, they really recommend you loft your bed so you can put your desk under it and have more space in other parts of your room. But you don't think about climbing up to your bed every time you're tired or, you know, for those people who like to party, trying to get up in their bed after coming back from a party. Like, you know, in my room, there was a ceiling and then right where my bed was, the ceiling kind of got lower a little bit. So not only was my bed lofted at the beginning of the year, but I also had less room. So I couldn't sit up in my bed. So I eventually did lower mine because I did not like that at all. I wanted to be able to sit up comfortably in my bed. I had a bunk bed from when we were in the apartment and it's in Sam's room now. Um, I didn't like the fact that I couldn't sit up in my bed when I was little, you know, and when you're in college, you want to sit up in your bed sometimes to do your homework from your bed or to watch TV from your bed. You can't do that sometimes if it's lofted as high as it'll go. So I think... You know, your first year is going to be trial and error and seeing what you like and what you don't, but eventually you're going to figure it out. Some people prefer that it's often, some people don't. Some people prefer lots of pillows, some people don't. Some people like bringing the fan, some people don't. Some people like bringing their own, like, window air conditioner. My dorm had air conditioning, I didn't have to worry about that. So you can listen to other people, but ultimately it's like, what do you really want in your room? What's going to make you the most comfortable? What's going to make the transition from living at home to living away from home easier for you? Awesome. Okay, so, you know, you mentioned, you know, bring, bringing this and bringing that. You had the benefit of living fairly close to your college so that if something wasn't really working out for you, like, for instance, you brought a big fan and you realize, oh, I don't really use this or need this and it's taking up room, so I can just take it back, you know, on the weekend back home, you know, was that really a problem for students that were coming from out of town? Did they, did they have a lot of issues with either having or not having? Like, let's say they flew in for college. They can't exactly bring a fridge with them or a lot of big stuff. 
I know a lot of people who came from out of town um, drove in with their parents. And I know some people who were coming in from out of state, they brought close to nothing, either because like their parents' car wasn't so big, they could only fit so much, they couldn't take multiple trips like we could have done. So when they got here, their parents like moved in whatever they wanted. And once they got all settled, they were like, actually, it'd be really nice if I could have this. So they ran to the store and got it. And then if that's what you do, your parents are still going to have that same car, most likely, by the end of the school year. You're not going to be able to bring all that stuff back that you just bought at the store. So they'll find a storage unit or they'll find a friend who lives close to just store it until the next school year, just over the summer. Um, I know some people had like their parents drove them over and their grandparents drove them over and their aunt and uncle drove over and just everybody helped them move everything they wanted at one time. I know as someone who lived close, I had more stuff in my room. Like I had a fridge and a microwave and a cart for the microwave and a lot of clothes and so many other things because we had the room and you know, the we lived close enough that was fine. A lot of people who came from out of state just kept the furniture that was in the room and they kind of build their car with decorations, extra posters, extra lights. Sometimes people have like fake vines that they would hang from their room. So I think just the type of stuff you bring depends on your situation. You got to bring lots of like big stuff to hold other things like bins and totes and the, those things. And my friends who were out of state brought more smaller things they could squish in their car and hang on the walls to make it look prettier. Excellent. What surprised you most about campus life that you were not expecting? I was told um, on like my tours and stuff how, or how big my school is and how there's a lot of stuff going on all the time, even though the town that it's in is kind of small. Um, so I was expecting like maybe a sports event one day and then like a campus event later, maybe like a karaoke night or something. And of course, you knew there's going to be parties and all those types of things. Um, but then I got there and it was like, okay, welcome week. And then after that, there was nothing for a while. And then it was like, okay, we're doing a bonfire. And then there was nothing for a while. So it's like, they really kind of ramp it up at the beginning of the school year. And then once people get tired, they get tired and there's nothing. And you have to make your own fun, which is why I recommend not relying on the busyness of campus life, but actually making friends, whether it be friends within your major, like one of my majors is music and there aren't very many music majors at my school. So we kind of band together and we're friends from when we get there until when we leave. So just kind of making friendships with those people or with your neighbors. I had someone live across the hall from me today and I went and ate lunch with him earlier. Like, am I really ever going to see him much again? Probably not because we're going to be living in two different buildings next year. But just going out and talking to people because there's not always going to be an event going on no matter what admissions tells you on your tour. Okay, that's great. Um, so I do feel like I need to ask you about Greek life just because it is a thing. Like mm -hmm. everyone has it in their mind what Greek life is, both people that have, have experienced it, people that have not experienced it, think they know what it's like. And then obviously for graduating seniors and younger have, they only know what they've been told or what they see on TV. Mm -hmm. So you know, I'm, I'm not saying you are or are not in a sorority, but what can you, as far as campus life goes, what do you see as far as what it's like to be in a sorority or fraternity? So I'm not in a sorority, but I have a few friends who are, and the sororities seem to be not exactly what you see on television. For example, at my school, they can't live in their sorority houses. So they'll live in dorms with everyone else and then just every so often do events um, with their chapters. I know once a week they have house meetings or what they call chapter meetings. 
Um, and I don't know what goes on at those. I assume they just sit and talk and, you know, about what their plans are. I know they do philanthropy events. I know there's at least one sorority on campus, probably multiple, that, like, adopted part of a highway. So a couple times a semester, they'll go clean up the highway. So it's a lot less, like, wearing pink and partying and a lot more, like, they have stuff to do and they have to get it done. They don't live at their houses. They don't throw parties. They're just normal people who happen to also be in a sorority. The frats, on the other hand... <laughs> <laughs> That's the definition of boys will be boys, both in the best and the worst way. And it depends on what frat you're in and kind of the stigma surrounding those. So I know there's one frat specifically where like their goals are to change what people think about frats and to be the most welcoming frat and just be nice to people and put on events that anyone can go to. They did, um, I forget what it's called, but it's a thing you do when you're a boy scout with the cars you make. Oh, Pinewood Derby. Pinewood Derby. They did one of those last semester. Um... Then there are other frats that have allegations, and (laughs) (laughs) um, they threw, one of them threw a chair out a window and broke it, um, and, but it is kind of funny to see them, they do Greek Olympics, they call it Greek Week, and just seeing, as I'm not in a sorority, I can't actually go. Or maybe I could. I don't even care. <laughs> but just seeing the pictures and videos of them playing tug of war and doing the, like, potato sack races, it's funny to watch. And I know when they do their recruitment events, there's this one frat that dressed up entirely in suits and were carrying um, their, like, where they offer you a spot in the frat in these folders that looked almost like the diploma cases. And it was just really funny watching them around campus. One of them... I forget how they dressed up, but they were carrying a boombox and just, like, serenading all of their potential new members. It was really funny. And um, seeing how people in Greek life interact with other groups on campus, I know in the music department we have a music major who's also in a frat. Two, I think, actually. Two music majors who are in frats. And then different clubs that I'm in that they happen to be in. It's not actually their whole personality. Like, sure, they wear shirts with their letters on it all the time, but... That doesn't mean much. They can talk about other things. It's different than what you see in the media, and it's different based on each school, too. Okay. Good. I think that is all the questions I have for now. For now? For now. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Do you want to help me with this again tomorrow? I would love to help you with this tomorrow. Okay. So I guess you will be back. Yay! <laughs> Maybe I have to go through and read them so that I kind of know what... Oh, no. Uh-uh. No, no. no. We're gonna, we got to do it blind. That's how this works. Oh, that's so scary. It's scary for me. <laughs> you, wrote, you wrote them all. I have I, no idea what they say. I didn't write anything bad. I think there are some of them I wrote that I put, like, do this preferably with this person. Um, but that's nothing against you. Like, one of the things is... I've gone to thrift stores before, but typically I go and I'm like, all of this stuff is disgusting. You can tell it's been owned before. I don't even want this. And then I end up leaving with like a record or something. But I have this friend who every time she goes to a thrift store, she finds a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm like, I want to go successfully thrift shopping with her at some point this summer. So that's one of them. And I don't want you to open one of those and be like, oh, I can't do this one. (laughs) (laughs) We can always, I can open one up. And then if it's something you don't want to do, maybe we won't do it blind like we did this one. Maybe we're going to actually show it to you beforehand. That way we can... Because what might involve us having to do something. We might have to do a remote session for one of your things. That's true. I know some of them we can't do here. 
Like, we'd have to go somewhere to do okay. it. Okay, that so. could be perfect. We'll see. All right. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do the outro, too? Um, you do the outro. I did the intro, you do the outro. Okay. That is all for today with our card game playing. So, not promising to see you tomorrow, but hopefully soon. And please wash your hands.